Don't what are we doing? Ah, tomorrow's the first day of class. In this something of a special episode, it was an unplanned episode, we spoke about, Dr. Schmidt and I, what it would take to be a successful student in WRH325. We hope you find uh, some insights from this conversation. If you were gonna say to someone, you're gonna be successful in 325 if you do these three things, or if you come to, come to the class with these three ideas or these three understandings or you can ask and then you can ask me to I literally just came to me okay I, th- I mean I think and I and it's not just because all professors want all their students in the class I feel like showing up and being present you mean physically physically and mentally present okay is the start because so much of what we've designed is interactive, isn't just captured in a PowerPoint, is all about the design and the flow of the room and, and moving through the space together. And I think something gets lost when you just phone it in, right? I mean, I think even, I mean, what we just said, the workshop time, yeah, right? If you're not there, and you think that sitting independently and just working through the Google Doc, yes, that is a way that's made collaboration easier, but I found the rich conversations to be when I was moving around the room, when they when they all had the Google Doc open, but that there was like audio conversations first and then sort of the planning out in the Google Doc. So I would say that's so one. So showing up being present. Showing up being present. Um, two is really adopting your professional identity, even though it's in its infancy stage, right? Like our teacher babies that we call them. Um, and that's Kim McCollum Clark. I got to give her, her, her props for that one. She came up with that one, not me. Um, she's over at, she's at another Apache school. We should start referencing Yes. I mean, yeah. So see, Kim, I'm giving yeah. you your credit. Yeah. You're the one who came up with teacher babies. Um, but really seeing themselves. And I and that might be hard, right? That code switching between I'm an undergrad and I'm I'm a pre-service teacher. Like even helping them use that in their introduction to someone, right? Mm-hmm. So like when mm-hmm. I went to Pictella, mm-hmm. I wasn't just introducing our students as these are undergrads i was introduced these are our pre-service teachers and you're the department chair at such and such school and you hire for pa cyber and you are a high school teacher here like and and i'm supplanting that but i also want that to come from them i want them to see you know 325 is one of their first professional ed courses but to just adopt that identity and i think What's been the benefit is that because they meet us early on in that class, then they become involved with the student affiliate and NCTE, and then they're getting a whole other, and now it's not everybody. It would be awesome if it was everybody, but it's a good chunk who get involved as sophomores instead of at the end of their junior year, and then they're involved for a semester and then go off to student teach, and then they're done.
to be successful in 325, I would say number one. I'm, I am bracketing some of the obvious, like, come, okay. get physically, um, do the reading, that kind of nonsense. Okay. But that's not the real one. Uh, where your number two, I would probably put as the number one at least. Okay. Like, and I would, if I could imagine a 325 student in front of me, I would say, only slightly tongue-in-cheek because we're awesome, this class is going to, if you let it change who you are and your life and who you think you're going to be as a teacher, because you're going to go through a pretty big shift from just being, going home at Thanksgiving break or Christmas break to, 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 to your family and saying, oh, I'm a, I'm a you know, uh, BSED, I'm, a, you know, I'm getting my bachelor's in English education, to I'm a pre-service teacher and this is what I do. And it, it's, it's, it's one of the things that is, it's like, it's pretty on or off for me. It's like, I can't ever cut off being a teacher in my brain. I'm constantly thinking, hmm, how could we have done that better? How could I build this into a discussion? Is this a good discussion question? How can I redo this assignment? And when I'm out, I used to be famous about this, even when I was, um, when I was still in the classroom classroom. I would go out with my friends. I don't mean, I mean like go to dinner or, mm -hmm. and I would say to them, I was teaching math. And I'd say, y'all, no one is ordering food until y'all can help me figure out a way to make <laughs> teaching, teaching fractions cool, go. Because I needed to bounce ideas off mm -hmm. of other people. And because for some reason they didn't have the education background, they were able to say like, oh no, that's boring or that's whatnot. Okay. And then they could inform my own. So yeah. I constantly am thinking like, mm, how can I do this better? How would I approach this pedagogically? But maybe that's the third. Maybe that is, is the that? third. Or is that there's this idea, right, that every teacher is their own little island. Oh, I see. You know what I mean? And so part of being a professional is that you realize you're not. And so the first time we taught the class, we tried to connect them via Twitter, right? To say, like, here, here, like, create your professional Twitter, whatever, you know, right, right. to create your account. Um, and then that's where it got sketchy because some people had, like, their old account and it was their undergrad account and it wasn't their teacher persona, right? Mm -hmm. Pre-service teacher. Mm -hmm. um, but there's a wealth of knowledge and there are some amazing teachers right now on Twitter who are, you know, threading conversations. They're, they're asking about, um, you know, content and, you know, I want to teach this short story unit or what, do, what short stories fit this theme or I'm teaching the great Gatsby. What other text should I be pulling in? Um, Trisha Barbia, who I'd love to have on the podcast. She's mm -hmm. working with, um, Kim Parker and, um, someone else. I, I'm forgetting the name. We'll have to edit that and figure out who that is. Um, they're doing the hashtag disrupt text where they're looking at canonical texts and saying, why are we still teaching these books? They're asking really good questions. And these aren't, they're not new teachers mm -hmm. who are saying, oh, I just got this book list, right? They've come to a point in their career, they're, ex teachers. they're master teachers for sure, um, who are examining the content now through this lens of experience and saying, what are my Whoa. students still getting out of this? Mm -hmm. 
and, and what's the value of this or what's at the core of this particular novel that I might be able to swap out a more contemporary text that the kids would actually read to to teach right so they're they're asking amazing questions and I think that's that's the value of things like NCTE for me and Pictella and Twitter that it's connection to other professionals so that if you are struggling and if you are looking at like how do I teach fractions right in in your case like that you would have this support network already set mm-hmm. up because mm-hmm. as new teachers you it's essential mm-hmm. but even as master teachers it it enhances your mm-hmm. professional life it, it it brings in it, it helps you with the longevity right all the teacher movies think about them they they blow in and and save the world yeah, right. and then they burn out right um i mean some of my favorite teacher movies right erin gruel teaches for four years and then she leaves and starts a foundation right mm-hmm. she does she's doing amazing work because now she's working with teachers but to have this sustained career you need a support system and i think that's 325 is a good place to plant those seeds right and to connect them to the student affiliate so then they're already they're already aware of NCTE. I didn't know about NCTE until I was a grad student as a professional organization as a professional organization I did not wow. know about it until I was a grad student wow if it was mentioned it it it, it just glossed over yeah. and it was never presented to me in a way that was like you need to do this the way that we're so like emphatic overt, overt. yes okay so let me let me say it back to you and then ask a clarifying question because I'm working on it in my head too. Okay. So if our three things to be successful in 325 are show up mentally and physically, like physically be there and then like be present while you're there. Our second is be ready to transition to, to, to being a professional. And then the third is some... It has elements of our co-teaching conversation in it, but be be prepared to join a community a, a community of scholarship not only around your content area, but about about a, but around your practices as a teacher. Because uh, I would see that as I'm on board if that's in addition to. Connecting with teachers on Twitter, following blog, the blogs of, mm-hmm. of really influential thinkers and, and to other teachers, <clears throat> if that aligns also with collaborating with other colleagues, mm-hmm. and then being open to and open to and accepting of feedback, critique, critical questions, critical friends, to keep you honest and to keep you. Well, yeah, so I guess circling back to the first one, it's maybe, like I get, like to me that's a given actually, like the show up and whatever, but but it's more about like acknowledging that the workshop time has been planned and is essential. It's not... Like how do how do we frame that right? That it's like like take advantage of this work time, right? That this is time and space that we've created for you to collaborate because you need that. It's not time to just say, well, I guess we'll just go work on my science paper. Go work, yeah, go do something like. 
acknowledge that there has been like overt planning by us, right? Yeah. Like, it's like, well, like, like we didn't just we say were... like I don't feel like doing anything, so let's just workshop. I mean, that's not where yeah. that came from. We look at this. We, I mean, how long does it take us to do the syllabus and like map out each day, right? I mean, now I th- it might be less I mean, time for this third iteration. Yeah, but I would but... say each week we probably spend together. Not separate because we still work mm-hmm. apart each week. We do, which by the way, we should start thinking about um, common office, hour, office hours. Um, I'd say two to three hours mm-hmm. a week together for three hours worth of for class. For three hours worth of class, <sighs> and even then, it's not that's not enough. It's like no, because it's still us texting back and yes. forth, like, are you sure we want to do this? Yeah. And oh, I had a random thought at 2 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> or on the way to school saying, right. like, I don't like this reading, we need to change it. Yeah. Right? The things that the, you they never see on the back end. It's like we're the But like how do you how do we Yeah it's make like, that explicit that it isn't like all those other things are like being a good student but like to get the most out of this class to well, be see, successful in this that class. was going to be my next question to you how but for because i'm still doing i want to say these are three beautiful things that are separate how is the third separate from the second i think they are separate being a professional being in a community but i can also see like to be a professional, you have to be a member of a community. Well, but that get that that doesn't get at what you just said. This could be a beautiful like I'm thinking visually of like the three circles that overlap, right? Because I think yeah, but like with three circles, not just two circles oh, overlapping. Okay, what's at the center? Is all of that like coming prepared? Mm-hmm. Because you've already taken on that professional identity and you know that other people are, you know, relying on you. But then that you also know that there's resources in the form of people in your community, whether it is via Twitter, whether it is via a membership at NCTE to have access to the articles and the journal. I think some people may hear us and go, why are they focusing so much on the how and not the what? I think we need to be figuring out the why. Did you see that YouTube talk? Know your why? Mm-hmm. We'll watch it. Okay. You mean you and I or mm-hmm. all of us will well, watch it? Well, yeah, maybe after you and I watch it, we could all watch we'll it. show it to the students. Because I think that really helps you think through, like, why are you doing what you're doing? If, if okay, I'm just, it just occurred to me that we're talking in threes. We're talking in threes like the TPAC, Technological Pedagogical Content Knowledge. Okay. Just I'm just vamping. Okay. So that that's, I mean maybe that's, that's something that we could map the how, onto. The how. The why. And the what. what. Huh, that's interesting. 